Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I'd like to welcome everybody this morning to the School of Healing this morning. Amen. And thank the Lord this morning for Pastor Phoebe getting us started this morning, warming us up, waking us up this morning. Amen. With the voices of prayer, this voice of prayer this morning that is ascended up to the Father this morning. And we know we have been heard on high this morning. Amen. Registered in, in, in presence of the Lord this morning. And we thank the Lord this morning. Amen. That he has heard our prayers. We know they're going to be answered and he's going to show us great and mighty things. That we know not of, amen, which is who God is, and that's what God does, amen. Great and mighty things that we know not of, amen. And so we give him praise, we give him glory, we give him honor this morning for all of you. Thank you this morning for chiming in to the School of Healing, amen. I am Pastor Lester Hayes this morning. We'll be your host this morning. I'm here with my wife, Pastor Sharon, and I this morning, just excited about what the Lord has got to say to us this morning about the School of Healing this morning. So, Amen. Let's get right into it here. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we just thank the Lord this morning for life, health, and strength. Father, we just give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor this morning for another opportunity, Lord, to come and partake of your divine goodness through your word this morning. Father, we just thank and praise this morning for we have ears that we can hear, <coughs> eyes that we can behold and see wondrous things from your plan of salvation, hearts that we can receive, Lord, and be conformed to uh, your word, Lord God. And so we give you praise going on this morning. Now, Holy Ghost, have your way this morning as we open up the school of healing this morning. Speak to us this morning. Help us to grow this morning in our understanding, Lord God, of your will for us to be healed and to walk in divine health and healing and wholeness and wellness, Lord, from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet, through our bodies, our soul, our spirits, and our minds, and our hearts, and our lives this morning, our physical bodies we present to you this morning as a living sacrifice Holding something to God without spot or without wrinkle. Now have your way this morning. Now, Holy Ghost, we just ask you to have your way. You teach this morning uh, what it is that thus said the Lord to us this morning. And we give you praise going on. And we'll never stop giving your name all the praise. But it's in Jesus' name that we pray this morning. Amen. Amen. All right, then. Again, uh, this is Pastor Lester Hayes this morning. And I welcome all of you to a school of healing this morning on this wonderful, beautiful Sunday morning, July the 18th at that the Lord has made 2021 that we come together to rejoice and to be glad in it that we can learn and we can grow in the things of God this morning and, and so it's nothing like the knowing the truth and the truth making you free in every area of your life amen and healing is one of those areas amen sometimes that we become reluctant because we have so much access to emergency rooms hospitals doctors primary care doctors specialists we can pretty much just go see anybody we want to, man, and get a diagnosis and get a prescription and get put in the hospital if we need to, get put on oxygen ventilators, do all those things, you know, and get a shot, you know, and whatever, you know. But it's nothing like when Jesus touched that body, amen, touched that life, touched that heart, that mind, that soul, that spirit, and make us whole and well because he is our healer, amen. And we're going to talk about him this morning and some things that he said about our healing amen just in case amen we have to rely on these things and use these things and it should become a way of our life anyway if we're going to walk in the healing that uh, that god has given us and promised us amen with his stripes we know we're healed amen and so we're going to talk to you this morning i'm in the school of healing uh from a subject this morning healing comes through the faith 
that God gives us to believe God's unlimited power to heal mountains of various sicknesses and diseases. And that sounds a little bit long, but that's how God gave it to me. He said, healing comes through the faith that God gives us to believe God's unlimited power to heal mountains of various sicknesses and diseases. It doesn't matter how many, how long you've had it, you know, how big a problem and issue and concern they are. God, you know, through faith in him as our healer, through faith in his word, his promises to heal us, he gives us, you know, that, that faith to believe, you know, that God has unlimited power to heal mountains of various sicknesses and diseases. And we're going to take a look at that this morning. And our scripture text this morning is going to be coming out of the book of Mark, the gospel of Mark, the 11th chapter, verses 22 and 20 through 24. The King James Bible is where we're going to take our, um, our text this morning. Amen. And so we want to begin this morning by just saying that healing through the faith that God gives us is very important. You know, I mean, I know a lot of people can promise you some something. Uh, you can go get a lot of things done, you know, by people. But healing through faith that God gives us is healing. You know, you just can't get, when he healed us, we heal. When he saved us, we're saved. When he delivered us, we're delivered. But however, we have to do some work too, amen, because faith without works is dead. And, and one of the works that we have to do is we have to believe, amen. That's what faith is. It's believing God's word, taking God at his word. See, that's faith right there, amen, trusting him, being confident in him, hoping in, relying in, depending on, keeping that hope alive in those promises that God made us. God provides many different ways for his people to receive their healing when God gives us the faith necessary to be healed. It's important. This should not surprise or shock any real true believer. Believers who understand that even the faith we need to believe God for healing is also provided by God. You know, that's where faith comes from. It's a gift that he gives us. Then he gives us his word that we can get more faith because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Because you, you got to understand, God wants us to go from faith to faith. It's in the book of Romans chapter 1, verse 17. And then he wants to take us from strength to strength. <coughs> Amen. Built on that faith that we have to believe, trust, and hope in him. And that's in the book of Psalms chapter 84, verse 10. King James Bible. And then when we look in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses, I want to say 18 or 19, amen, it talks about we top out or we, we end up going from glory to glory, amen, because we're praising God all the way because of what he's done. He's healed our bodies, amen. He's given us, uh, you know, the power to believe him for our healing, everything we need. And so we understand, you know, that, that the, the faith we need to believe God for healing is also provided by God. It all comes from God. Everything we need, everything we need, God has provided already. It's in the word. It's contained in the word. We just got to go in here, man, and look for that medicine. Look for that, that, that healing. Look for that promise, you know, and have the faith to believe when I find it. That's for me right there. I, I can claim that. I can declare that. I can receive that. It's like taking that medicine 
Amen. Pray. Sometimes for people, that's a new discovery. You know, they, it's like sometimes when we're looking for something and we start researching and we find, oh, man, this is a new discovery right here. Sometimes that's what happens with the word. You look in there, you see, wow, I didn't know that was in the Bible. Bam. And you take it and you start repeating it. And you start learning it. You memorizing it. You study it. And before you know it, man, it begins to manifest something physically in your body. The scripture says, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. That's in the book of Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, the King James Bible. So now we know <coughs> where that faith comes from. Amen. It's in glory. We know where the healing comes from. It comes down from glory. Amen. It ain't at the Memorial Hospital. It ain't, it ain't at you know St. Mary's Hospital. It ain't at the clinic I go to, it comes down. Real true healing comes down. Real true faith to believe for healing. It all comes down from God, our, our, our provider, Jehovah Jireh. He provides us the faith to believe it. He, he provides the unlimited power to, to walk in it. You know, he provides it just like a medicine. Amen. We just got to make sure we look in the right place and we turn to the right one to heal us. Amen. And not put all our confidence and trust and our favorite doctor, oncologist, urologist, whatever the case might be, you know, thank God for them. Sometimes God uses them to work profound, miracle, miraculous things through them, but it's still God that's behind it. He's still the author, the finishing developer of it. And most of the time, the last place uh, we look, you know, for our healing is you know, to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Sometimes that's the last place we look. You know, because we like to repeat that. We like to say that, you know, he supply everything we need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Without thinking about sometimes what does he mean when he talk about, you know, glory and glory through Christ Jesus. That, that's a heavenly term right there. So it's telling you that, that, that God, Jesus is right now, Jesus is right now in the glory of the Father. He's with the Father. He's in glory. Another name there for heaven. Okay, that heavenly realm, that heavenly place, that glorious place where you have no sickness, only the opposite of sickness is there. And that comes down to us because there's no sickness, pain. None of that is in, is in glory, is in heaven. So we needed to come down. But it's in Christ Jesus who now has been glorified and sit at the right hand of the Father, our advocate, our intercessor. And when we need healing and we pray and we ask and believe, have the faith, he now drops the faith to us. Amen. And he now tells the Father what we need and he sends us what we need through his son, Jesus Christ, which is healing. And it comes down from glory by Christ. Jesus. Now, if Jesus don't go in and advocate for it, then we'll never receive it. That's why he said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father with a petition about what you need down there except you come through me. And so we know that he's our healer and he goes and he talks to the Father, advocates for us on our behalf <coughs> and the Father sends it to us. And sometimes it seems like that's the last place we expect to get healing from. We go to the We'll rush to these emergency rooms and go to these doctors, man, and we'll tell them my whole life story. You know, nine pages of everybody in my family that ever died from cancer, had this heart attack, that cardiac arrest, that pain, that suffering, that diabetes. And, you know, and like as like they know, you know, what we need. Amen. He's the one that supplies all of our need according to his rich and glory by Christ Jesus. And those consultations with the doctors, they're great because they're very revealing, amen. And they can, they can take pictures and x-ray us, you know. They can x-ray your whole body, your brain, everything. 
Amen. Amen. But they don't have nothing on this earth. No technology, no x-ray machine, no MRI machine, no scan machine, no, no type of dye they can put in your body that can reveal your body, the finger work, the handiwork, the magnificent work of God, the wonderfully made human body like the creator, like the creator, the one who made it. Nobody can diagnose. He already knows your heart, your desires. He knows everything. Your thoughts are far Amen. And so he knows. And that's why when we need that healing and we ask him according to what he promised in the name of his son, Jesus, and just keep on, keep on, keep on until it manifests and keep growing in that. Keep taking that medicine before you know it. It will kick in and take effect. Book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 60, King James Bible says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God, there it is, he that cometh to God. And they say, go to the hospital, come to your doctor, come to the emergency room. But he that comes to God, cometh to God, must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek after him. Book of Hebrews, again, chapter 11, verse 6, the King James Bible. Those who seek after him. So that means that you got to keep seeking after him until you get what you want. <coughs> keep knocking on that door. Sometimes to the point of desperation, but one thing you never want to do is give up and don't believe that it's possible that God can heal you miraculously, supernaturally. And so many times that's what happens. People say, well, pastor, I prayed already in past tense. Like, okay, well, you still should be praying until it manifests. Have you gotten your healing yet? Has it happened yet? Have the bomb of Gilead been given to you yet? You know, did, did God touch you yet? You know, but, but well, keep praying then until it happened. Amen. Keep talking to him. Amen. Keep taking that medicine. Keep going before him. You know, amen. Diligently, you know, effectually, fervently. Amen. As though you know, if I keep knocking on this door, man, the Lord is going to have to open it up and let me come in and, you know, and, and, and hear my cry and hear my plea, man, and give me what it is I desire. Amen. We know that there's a, a episode in the Bible where a lady went to the judge's house and she just kept going and knocking and knocking and knocking for some, she wanted some food and some bread. And boy, he, he finally had to just, he got annoyed. He just got up, man, and went and gave her what she wanted. Amen. Just to get rid of it so he can have some peace and crowd. I thank God, the father, that he don't do us that way. When we come in Jesus name, the father is so pleased. He's so happy that we came in his son's name. And he knows that that's a person that he's interested in, one who, 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 who came in the right name, came the right way. Man, that gets God's attention every time, you know, and so amen. Uh, our healing is not so much here on earth unless it comes from glory. Okay, you, 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 you know, it, ain't, it don't originate here unless it comes from glory. You're not going to find it here on earth. Uh, you know, when we pray here on earth as it is in heaven, now we can we can we can bring the healing down from glory, amen, to where we needed that. That's when we pray. So the only thing I can do here on earth concerning my healing that comes from the Lord is ask him and I ask through prayer, you know, or oh, what needless pains they say we bear and we take everything to God all because we don't take everything to God in prayer. You know, that, 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 that right, that ability he gives us to pray because we know that it is the effectual fervent prayer, you know, that continuously going after him, seeking him, you know, until I get my healing, you know, and we know he will hear us and answer us and he'll show us just how powerful he is to heal. 
Uh, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. Oh, you know, you can you can have faith in other objects and things. I mean, I'm I have faith that if I go out here and put my key in my truck, that brand new truck it's going to start up. That car is going to start up. <clears throat> you know, I have faith that every morning I get up and go on my job, that at payday time, they're going to pay me because I put in the work. You know, I have faith that when I go out here and fish, man, if I go out there and stay long enough and have patience, eventually I'm going to catch me a fish, man, you know. And so we have faith for all those natural things. But what about the supernatural things? What about the things that are in glory? Do, do we believe that we can access the, the, the heaven's bank treasure you know, the storeroom where God's got all these precious promises and benefits just waiting, man. The wind of heaven is always open over us. And God is just ready to send us down what we need if we go in Jesus' name. Then, you know, so we know that faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I got the word of God. I need to hear the word, what he says about my healing. <clears throat> Amen. Because it's through hearing the word that I get that faith to believe that unlimited power of God to heal a mountain of my sickness and my disease. Amen. And so, you know, hearing that comes down from glory or heaven, okay, is where my, is where my sure, my assurance is, is, you know, I can rely on that. I can hope in that because that's out of this world. It's not in this world. It's not here on earth yet until I bring it down by asking father in the name of Jesus to send me that healing I need. You know, book of Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 3, the King James Bible says it this way. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And so I don't I don't see my healing, amen, when I go to the doctor. But I know that when I talk to Dr. Jesus, my chief physician, it's already done. I just have to keep on and waiting on the manifestation of it, you know. It might happen right that minute. It might happen the next hour. It might happen the next day. It might happen the next week. But I'm going to wait on it <clears throat> because the Bible says in the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, verse 31, the King James Bible, they, they, those particular people, those particular people that need healing, that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. There it is, shall renew their strength. Amen. Sickness sometimes can drain your strength. Worrying about it, you know, being stressed out about it. Anxiety can really, really bring you down. Like, here we go again. I'm sick again. You know, I got to be put on the church prayer list again. I got to go on the prayer call and ask for healing again. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall, you know, mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Wow, I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm believing. Amen. I'm hoping in. Amen. So now that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Just because I don't see it right away doesn't mean that it's not there in glory, not in heaven, you know, that I can bring it down by asking the Father in Jesus' name. For by it, the elders, listen to this now, by it, the elders obtain a good report. I, I started thinking about this. Is that why he said, if there be any sick among you in the book of James chapter 5, verse 13 to 16, let them call for the elders of the church? Why? Because if, they, if they're the right type of elders, then they can obtain a good report. And now the Bible says, whose report are you going to believe? That's in the book of Isaiah, chapter 55, verse one, 53, verse 1. It says, whose report do you believe? So the elders obtained a good report. So, again, there's, there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about if there be any sick among you, any afflicted. You know, let them call for the elders of the church. And he's talking about elders who know what the word says. Let them anoint you. You know, who whose report do you believe? I am like 
the elders or we should be like the elders or we should believe that because he said that there be any sick among you, let them call for the elders of the church. Yeah, call for your niece or your nephew or your, your son or your daughter to take you to the emergency room. But amen, if you can get to some elders, man, who know how to pray and know how to believe, amen, and obtain a good report, amen, go let them lay hands on you, don't you with some oil, man. And, 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 and too many times people get away from this. This is the last thing that they do. Amen. I, I guess sometimes because they don't trust every elder just because an elder got a name elder or, or title elder. And so, but if you know that they're praying men and women of God who, who, who can get a good report, who, who can obtain a good report, you know, the Bible says, you know, in the book of James, you know, call for the elders of the church. Let them come and anoint you with oil, lay hands on you, pray the prayer of faith, the prayer of faith will heal you and God will raise you up. So whose report do you believe is what it's going to come down to? And if you believe that them elders, according to the scripture, then put your faith to work. Amen. Call for them. Amen. Don't stay at home and miss church. Amen. And, and call in and tell them Friday night, look, y'all put me on the prayer list. I'm sick again. I won't be in church on Sunday. Let the pastor and them know. You know, so, you know, it, it comes down to whose report are you going to believe? You know, if you can get to church, go ahead on and get there. Let them elders, you know, lay hands on you, anoint you with that oil. Uh, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So now if the world can be framed by the word of God, don't you think the body can be healed by the word of God? So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. You know, you go to the doctor, you appear before the doctor, the doctor walks in the room. Sometimes you got to wait. <clears throat> the nurse comes in, they triage you, they do, they do vitals, they do all of this, they weigh you. Amen. There are several people sometimes appear before you, before the doctor appears. He comes in. Amen. And he says, though, hey, look here, the worlds were not made by things that were seen and things, you know, things that do appear. So when the doctor appears in that room, that some people get excited because they've been waiting there for 15 or 20 minutes because he got multiple patients in other rooms along the hallway. And you keep seeing him walk by and he's going to see another patient and, and you're just hoping that he heard him come in your room. Amen. But see, your healing does not come when that doctor appears in that room. He's going to come in there and say, okay, I'll check the blood where blood where it looks good, but I see one little thing, blah, 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 one little white spot on your liver, whatever. We're going to have to do a scan. We're going to have to isolate the liver. We're going to have to do certain things. Amen. And sometimes, man, we be like, oh, my God, here we go again. So do you want to go ahead and do this? Or you want to put it off? No, doc, we want to do this right now. And so we get so much confidence when that doctor appears with that report. And sometimes they come in there and say, man, everything looks good. I like what I see. The scan show, the MRI show. Let me show you right here on the scan. See that all them lymph nodes gone. There's no sign of cancer. It disappeared. It dried up. You know, and, and even in that, thank you, doctor, but, you know, I knew Jesus was going to heal me. You know what I'm saying? You leave out of there thinking, and then you tell the doctor, say, man, doctor, you know, I told you before now, I appreciate you. You know, thank you. You're good doctor. You're good oncologist. But I told you before, my, my healing comes down from Jesus. Amen. And so it doesn't come from those things that we were seeing or that what was made, those things that appear, those people that appear, you know, come in there and you see things on the scan and you don't stop there. We keep asking in the name of Jesus because we know that's where our healing comes from. Amen. It's that substance of things hoped for. I'm hoping that the Lord is going to heal me. Amen. Even before the doctor sees me, you know, appear before me, the nurses with all the records and the, the lab reports, 
that Jesus has already healed me with his stripes. Amen. And so you go in with that mindset. Amen. Why? I have that faith that God gave me to believe for that healing, that, that unlimited power <coughs> to heal a mountain. And so sometimes we go because we have, you know, we have multiple different uh, diseases or diagnoses, you know, that, that we're dealing with, you know, multiple things sometimes. And another sickness, another bad report, it, it affects us worse who have multiple different things that we're dealing with. And so we can't get caught up in what, what appears to be there. We got to go beyond that. And, and glory is beyond that. You know, we look beyond that. Paul said, I reckon that the sufferings of this present time, whether they be physical, emotional, spiritual, financially, they're still sufferings. He said, but I reckon, that's in the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 18, the King James Bible, that the sufferings of this present time, they are not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. What, what is in heaven is going to be revealed in us. Why? Because we prayed and asked and it came down to us. You know, we asked and we have because we asked. We don't have because we don't ask, you know, and it comes down. It's revealed. Amen. God takes the lid off. Amen. And we like to say, you know, the kingdom of God is already within us. It's that faith. See, the kingdom of God operates in faith. Amen. To believe, you know, it's already in us. According to the book of Luke, chapter 17, verses 21, it says it doesn't come low here, low there with observation, looking all over the place, you know. That will be done, Lord, in earth. It is. It's in us. God's will is in us. God's kingdom is already in every believer. Who God was, who God is, and who God is going to be, it's already in us. He is already in us, the Holy Ghost. God is in us. His promises are in us. Sometimes we just got, <clears throat> we got to stir up the God that's in us and get him moving. Amen. Amen. And he will let us know that he's there. He will quicken us. And as soon as you open that word up and look in that word and read those promises with his stripes, I'm already here. Bam. You, you know, something happens, something began to stir in us and we keep looking in there and keep looking in there. And before you know it, man, it happens. Amen. Uh, we appear before our doctors and then on our, our, our scans and MRIs and x-rays appears an unpleasant thing that we rather not see but it's there with our physical eyes what about uh my evidence of things not seen you know i see what's on the scan i see it i see it with my natural physical eyes but what about the things that are not seen see that's my evidence you know things that are not seen see that's my evidence they're not seen on that x-ray you know because i'm looking in the wrong i'm looking at the wrong uh scan i need to look in the pages of scripture I need to fix my eyes on them promises. I need to see them promises. I need to see them words that says with his stripes I'm healed. That's the report, see, that, I'm, that I have to believe, you know. What about that evidence? You know, what about that evidence? But then there is my hope and my faith. See, I got, I got to rely on my hope and my faith by those things that are not seen. I got my evidence. I don't see it on that x-ray. I don't see it on that scan. I see the white dot. I see the limp nose. I see all those uh, unpleasant sights. But see, what about my evidence? The things that I brought with me that's not seen. It's that hope in God. It's my faith in God that he gave me. These things, okay, are not seen, but I am hoping, and therefore I am speaking things that be not as though they are. So you have the power in your tongue to do that. Amen. But if I don't know what they are, it's kind of hard to speak them because I have not seen them. 
because I have not looked in the perfect law of liberty and continued therein until I have success in my healing and good success. Good success comes from a good report that I believe because I read it. <clears throat> See, our good outcomes come because I read it ahead of time. See, I looked into the perfect law of liberty, but I didn't just look in there one time. I stayed in there until I found what I was looking for. I continued in there because the book of James chapter 1, verse 20. 5 20, 25 through 27 says he you know he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continue therein i love that a perfect law of liberty that means your healing is going to be perfect you know and, and and until i see it you know and believe it and begin to confess it and take it like medicine it cannot be good medicine to my flesh it can't be marrow to my bones until i take it and ingest it you know just like eating food you know because that's what the word is, the spiritual food to nourish our bodies. Amen. It nourishes our faith. Then it nourishes our body first by faith and then by physical. It happens physically first spiritually, then physically. Amen. And he, and he goes on to say there, you know, is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. That's a key right there. In is any married? Let him sing songs. And so we should always, <clears throat> you know, understand that weeping may endure for a night, but it is joy that comes in the morning. So we should always enter God's gates with thanksgiving, come in his courts with praise. We read about that in the book of Psalms chapter 30, verse 5 of King James Bible. It talks about weeping is only supposed to last for a night. And then joy comes in the morning. <clears throat> and night there is not necessarily talking about what's on the clock. Or when that particular sun, S-U-N, rises. It's talking about when the S-O-N arises in our heart, when he appears to be our healer, our deliverer, you know, in my heart, in my mind, in my spirit, in my thoughts. And that perfect peace comes. Guess what happens? I begin to sing praises to him. I begin to enter into his presence where the fullness of joy and pleasures at his right hand, according to the book of Psalm chapter 16, verse 11, the King James Bible. It's there in his presence, you know, you know, and then I'm entering his gates, like it says in the book of Psalms 100, you know, verses one through five. It talks about entering his gates with thanksgiving, coming in his court with praise. Why? Because I know that that night hour where I've been weeping over this thing, waiting for the emergency room to, to get to the emergency room, amen, to appear before the doctor and have the doctor appear to do a diagnosis. But I'm going there with the report of the Lord. So I'm going there rejoicing. I'm going there, man, with thanksgiving in my heart, you know, praising God. That's what it says. Is any Mary, let him sing songs. Man, this it seemed like that, that precept right there is so out of place because he says, is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. So I'm afflicted. What? Ain't nothing happy or exciting about that. But see, God operates the, the opposite of humans, of the human spirit. You know, he says, let us pray. Let us talk to God about it first before you ever get to the doctor. You talk to God about it first. You speak to God about it first. You put faith in God first. Is any merit? Because once you pray, you should also go ahead and count it all joy that I can talk to my chief physician. Let him sing songs. It's always good. That's, you know, to sing those songs. We tell you all the time to have you some songs ready. Amen. When you're feeling a little low, begin to kick them on. Hit that play button, man, and just saturate your mind, saturate your spirit. It says, is any sick among you? So you got three things he's saying that to you and telling you what to do. Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forg forgiven him 
confess your faults one to another and pray one for another and ye shall be healed and say ye may be healed the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous man availeth much <clears throat> and now go ahead and call the emergency room let them know you on the way sometimes we call all of our friends and family members let them know how sick i am we call the deacons we call the ushers we call everybody we know tell passing them you know, but here it says, man, let them call for the elders of the church. Seems like sometimes that's the last thing we do. Remember now, the elders obtain a good report, okay? By faith, they obtain a good report. And so it's a reason why <clears throat> the elders obtain a good report, because if they really true praying, believing elders, those are the ones you want to anoint your head with oil and pray that prayer of faith. Amen. If not, that's okay. It's your prayer of faith anyway. No matter how much they pray for you and how much faith they have, until you agree with the prayer of faith, you're not going to see your healing manifest. It's not going to appear. That's in the book of James, chapter 5, verse 13 to 16, the King James Bible. Uh, in the book of Mark, where is our text at today, 11th chapter, verse 22 and 24, the King James Bible. Let's deal with this for a minute. It says, And Jesus answering saith unto them whole crowd of folks out there man believing jesus been walking along the road with them and done healed the woman now he's going uh, on his way to the to the centurion ruler's house to heal his daughter he, he, he comes along there he's walking with the disciples and he begins to question jesus and jesus gives a, a parable about a fig tree bearing no fruit and now we see here now uh, what happens here. It says, And Jesus answered and saith unto them, those who was with them, have faith in God. I like that. Look at what he said. Have faith in God. Now, this whole episode here is talking about miraculous supernatural things that they just never seen happen. And they are, they're, they're, they're walking with Jesus, man. They're inquiring about Jesus, you know. And <clears throat> he's, he's just been healing all kinds of diseases, you know, mountains of sicknesses, mountains of diseases Jesus has been healing. And then he sees this fig tree perfectly green. And out of nowhere, man, he gives this parable, <laughs> you know, in the early verses of this chapter. He gives this parable about the fig tree. You know, how it's going to dry up and ain't got no fruit on it, you know. And, and, and he, he's, he's really, you know, talking in parables here to them, revealing things to them. In other words, what he was saying to them was, you don't have no faith, so you can't do no works. You can't do what I'm doing because you don't have no faith. You done seen these works I've done. And, and he uses this parable of the fig tree. And he's telling them that if you don't have no faith, what are you good for as a believer? What are you worthy of if you don't have no faith? Just like that fig tree. Nothing but to be hewn up, man, and put under the foot of, foot of man and trodden under the foot of man or put in the fire and be burned. You know, you know, if your faith has withered up just like that tree over there, perfectly green, you know, you walk around with a, with a perfect title of I'm a bishop, I'm an elder, I'm a this and I'm a that. And don't lay hands on people like the scriptures say. You know, you're an elder, but you don't, 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 don't go to the hospital and pray for the sick to pray our faith so God can heal them. <clears throat> you know, we get away all the way from the things that God has put in the word for us to do. And he wants to give us the faith to believe for that, that, that unlimited power to heal every mountain of sickness and disease. It doesn't matter. Jesus had did a surmountable amount of work healing all types of diseases. 
you know, when you read, you can start back in chapter eight and just read of all the healings, all the miraculous things he had done, a mountain of sickness, a mountain of disease. They brought family members to him. They brought them on beds of affliction, on patterns. They tore people's houses up to try to get sick people. Now they're walking along with him and he's going to do another miracle. The woman crawled on the ground and touched the hem of his gone. Virtue then went out of him and healed her and made her whole, dried up her, her, her hemorrhage and issue for 12 years. And so it was just a mountain of sickness and disease at this point in his life, man, as he's walking with the disciples and talking with them. And he's telling them, he's telling them, man, just like that fig tree over there, you know, dried up because it's green, but it ain't producing no fruit. That's how that's how y'all gonna, that's how y'all are right now. But Jesus said, I'm gonna change all that. You know, I'm gonna give you the faith to believe. Just keep watching me. I'm gonna demonstrate it to you. You know, I'm gonna give you the faith to believe that 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 the work I do, you can do too. You're gonna lay your hands on the sick and they're gonna recover. In my name, you're gonna cast out demons. You know, you know, in my name, if you drink any deadly poison thing, it's not gonna harm you. In my name, you're gonna speak with a new tongue. You just keep on wait till I be glorified. You're gonna receive power, you know. And so he's 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 training them right now. He's showing them through his own actions. And he said, he answered them and said, have faith in God. That's the key right there. I want you to remember that. Have faith in God. That's the first thing he said now. He didn't say run to the emergency room. Do that afterwards. But the first thing he says is have faith in God. Believe in God. Hope in him. Be assured in him. For verily I say unto you. Now this is Jesus. I say unto you. I don't know what nobody else say unto you. I don't know what... What the, what, the, what the usher, the deacon, I don't know what they said unto you, your family members, your friends, but I'm telling you, okay, he said, barely, barely, I say unto you that whosoever, listen to this now, shall say unto this mountain. Now, listen, I, I, this is so important right here. Don't talk to God, you know, uh, about the problem, but talk to the problem. Amen. Talk to the problem. Okay. He's saying that whosoever, that's a person, whosoever shall say unto the mountain, unto this mountain, nobody else. Okay. You have faith in God. That's first. And then with faith in God, you know, he tells you that whosoever have faith in God shall say unto this mountain, that problem, that sickness, whatever it is, amen. You say unto it, you don't talk about it. You talk to it. Amen. Talk to your mountain, not about them. You know, be thou removed. See, this is how you talk. This is language he's giving you now. This is how you get rid of it. Be thou removed. This is specific language on how to talk to that sickness, that cancer, that tumor, whatever you saw in that scan that appeared when the doctor opened it up on the computer and showed it to you. And be thou cast into the sea. So send it somewhere. Get rid of it. Tell it what to do. You talk to it, not about it. And he says, and shall not doubt in his heart. See, doubt cancels our faith. Unbelief cancels our faith in his heart because God is looking at what's coming out of your heart. That's where the issues of life are. But shall believe, there it is. Don't say it if you're not going to believe it. That those things, whatever they are, that surmountable mountain of sickness, disease, bad reports, whatever the case might be, emotional, physical, psychological, it doesn't matter. Those things which he saith, saith, so that means I got to say something, shall come to pass. You know, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Can't make it no plainer than that. Say it, meaning you talking, whatever you confessing, whatever you declaring, whatever you believing. Okay, God has already decreed it. That means it's a law. It means it's legally right for you to have it because God gives it to you legally. 
He don't break no laws. This ain't no under the table drug here that a lot of people do all this undermining stuff. This is legal right here. This medicine here is legal, you know, whatsoever he said. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when ye pray, when you pray, when you have that conversation with God, when you talk to that 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 problem you have, that sickness you have, not about it, but to it directly, telling it where to go. Get out of my life. You don't belong in my body. Leave now. I command you out. I order you out in the name of Jesus. You know, this is how you get stuff done. Believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. Powerful stuff, man. I, boy, who and I read this right here. Divine, supernatural, physical, mental, emotional healing is a result of the faith that God provides for us to be healed. Jesus tells them right there when he's talking to them as they're walking along the road going to heal somebody. He said, have faith in God. Put your faith in God. Isn't that what he said? Have faith in God. Then he tells them, whatsoever you shall say to this mountain, your problem, talk to it, not about it. You know, don't discuss it with everybody how long you've had it. You know, let that supernatural, physical, mental, emotional healing is a result of faith that God provides for our healing. Think it not strange when the scriptures talk about speaking to the mountain, okay? Meaning the problem, okay? This is the kind of faith that God provides us with to be healed is not some emotional hype followed by smearing oil and laying hands on us by the wrong people that are not ordained by God, given by God, or provided by God for our healing. Can't work this stuff up. Look, I don't care how big of emotional crowd you have. You know, we like to, you know, be all hyped up and get people hyped up and they walk out the church, man, sicker than when they came in. You know, you got to be prayed up. You know, don't, they don't never mention this until they put in a situation. But see, if this becomes your way of life, every sick person, you know, is encouraged to come to church. We used to have a call the, call the hot seat ministry. You know, we've seen God do some miraculous things in the hot seat. People come in. Sometimes they, they had to have folks to help them in. And we see them coming through the door. We preaching. We stop the service and tell them to come on up and get in the hot seat. And we all get around them and get our Bibles, man. And we have several other elders, the members of the church, man, that been there, you know, know what the scriptures say. Them being healed by God. Get around them and get a healing scripture. And we'll be asking them, man, I'm talking to them, me and Pastor Sharon, do you believe God can do this? And you believe that God can heal you? Boy, we, we want to work that faith, man. They'll say, yeah, 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 yeah. I done been everywhere else. They done sent me home, gave me 30 days. And boy, we'll have them soldiers, man, to start reading them scriptures so they can hear them. Wow, we working on that faith. God going to give that faith through that word. And boy, you say, you, you ever heard that scripture before? No, that's my first time. Okay, read the next one. We just go all the way around, all the healing scriptures. Because faith coming by hearing. They're taking that medicine. And boy, when they get to a point, say, now you believe that God can do that, only God can. Now we lay hands on them, put oil on them, and lay hands on them and pray to pray our faith. Man, we done seen them leap up out of the chair, go straight up in the air, fall on the altar, thinking God, crutch go one way, walking cane go another way. They get up, man, praising and dancing and leaping with joy more than we are. We've been saved and we believe it, you know. And so we have seen it with our eyes. Amen. Why? Because eventually it will manifest. Amen. If you do it God's way, you'll see the supernatural power of God and you can't work it up, man. You just do uh, what God told you to do, man, and God will provide that healing. However, 
as we take a closer look at our chosen scripture text this morning today in the book of Mark chapter 11, verse 22 through 24, the King James Bible, Jesus Christ is giving us some powerful instructions here on the power of the faith that he gives us. It's his faith that he gives us. It is never about how much faith he gives us, but what we do with the amount of faith he gives us, regardless of its size or how much uh, or how, uh, what kind of faith. As long as it's faith that comes through the word, as long as it's faith that God gives us, it comes down from glory. It comes through, it comes through the, 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 the source, amen, or the object of our faith, which is Jesus Christ, our healer. When Jesus talks about faith and then gives us faith, <coughs> we best believe it. Okay, because the faith that he gives us, provides and gives us is enough to get the job done. Always such as believing it is a mountain moving faith in this particular regard. It's a mountain moving faith. Okay, a confidence in faith, a trusting in faith, a believing in faith, an assurance of faith, a relying on faith, a hoping in faith, which results in an expected end faith type faith that he gives us you remember now the elders obtain a good report it's that kind of faith and then if you look in the book of hebrews chapter 11 you will see all these things that they did by faith the worlds were made by faith you know uh, we 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 we, we uh, what lesson do we learn from this particular text here in the book of mark chapter 11 verse 22 to king through 24 to king james bible you can have faith in this in his sovereign power that he is completely able to control the circumstances and their outcomes to bring about a specific outcome or even supernaturally intervene, amen, as we talk to him. We can truly pray with confidence, not because we know that God will always answer yes to what we are asking him, but because we know who we are praying to, okay? The God who heals us, our healer. That's who we're talking to. You know, we don't get just caught up in he can do it, but you, know, you get past that. Now you have to understand who is it that I'm talking to that's able to do this. You know, the book of Mark 11, chapter verse 22, 24, the King James Bible. Jesus is telling us in this passage right here that when we come up against a mountain or a problem or sickness or disease or a different types of problems, different kinds of problems, mountains of problems. Sometimes they come in flurries. We are to speak to it and not about it, okay? Speak to it, not about it, okay? We love to talk about how sick we are. We love for people to feel sorry for us. We love that pity party, that woe is me type thing, you know. But he says right here, we are to speak to that thing. And he gave us words up there what to tell it to do. Be thou removed and cast into the sea. Okay, so, so finish, the, finish what the sentence when you say something to that problem. The more we speak about a problem, the bigger it gets and the more power it has over us in our lives. We must believe that God is bigger than any problem, any mountain, any sickness. Okay, any picture that appears on the x-ray, any report that the doctor brings in that's not pleasant. Okay, God is bigger. Also in this same text, the book of Mark chapter 11, verse 22, 
through 24, the King James Bible, verse 22 says, Then Jesus saith to his disciples, have faith in God. There it is again, have faith in God. The first thing he says, it must be important that you have faith in God even before you go to the emergency room or on the way to the emergency room, even in the emergency room, even on the operating table. You know, verse 23, I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen. It's just another uh, translation here. But ye must really believe it when will happen and have no doubt in your heart. Verse 24, I tell you, this is Jesus, you can pray for anything and everything. And if ye believe that you've received it, it will be yours. Okay. Pay attention to the first thing Jesus says. What he says is for all believers, not some. Nobody's exempt if you're a true believer. We are to have faith in God, our healer. If we want divine supernatural healing, that's the only person can give it to you. Have faith in God coming straight out of the mouth of Jesus, our healer himself. Amen. His words are powerful. They're true. They're quick. You know, they're powerful. They're two-edged sword. Jesus Christ, our healer, puts his puts this faith declaration statement first because it has already been decreed by him that he wants to heal us and make us whole and well. The book of Exodus, chapter 15, verse 26, the King James Bible goes all the way back to Moses when the people was complaining. It says, and said, remember, they was talking to Moses about the problem. They weren't talking to the problem. They weren't even speaking to God about it. And said, if thou would diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, mean me being willing, obedient, hear it, and then believe it, then do it, and will and he said, and will do that which is right in his sight. What? What he told you to do in the beginning. Put faith in God and will give ear to his commandments. Amen. Be, be, hear that word so faith can come and keep. See, this This is the key to, to the results of having faith here. And keep all his statutes, everything he decreed and said. I will put none of these diseases upon thee which I have bought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Now, the Egyptians believed in, in Pharaoh. But see, we're not like the Egyptians. We believe in God. We put faith in God, not Pharaoh. Pharaoh ain't our God. The doctor ain't my God. The nurse ain't my God. You know, even the elders in the church, they're not my God. But they, they, they can get a report through to the Lord on our behalf. You know, that's why he say the elders obtain a good report because they put their faith in God. You know that. So, 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 you know, Pharaoh is not our, not our God. He was the Egyptians God. You know, that's why they received those diseases on them because they had another God besides our God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, our healer. But Jesus Christ knows right here is where must sickness among, he says, Jesus Christ knows right here is where most sick among us uh, uh, where they go wrong. At. He knows this right here. This is what he's talking about, especially when they are praying and believing God for healing. They waste too much time talking about the problem, meaning that mountain, that sickness, instead of talking to the problem, that mountain, that sickness, you know, that mountain of, 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 of you know, all kinds of sicknesses and diseases sometimes because we have multiple diagnoses sometimes. This is when the sick among us put all their faith in their faith, okay? A lot of people put their faith in their faith and not in God, okay? 
People do that. I, I, I believe, I believe God can heal me. But you study taking all kinds of medicines, you know, you study going to the emergency room. And I'm not telling you not to do that. That's good. But it's not going to heal you. You can put as much faith in your faith to take it, to do that as, as you want to. Okay. But that's not what's going to heal you. He tells you to put faith in God. Amen. It leads us nowhere close to our healing for having faith in our faith. Or we busy trying to have faith in our healing. Okay. This, this, is, this is very key right here. Pay attention. But again, notice what the first thing Jesus Christ taught them and is teaching those of us in the school of healing this morning by your pastor. Okay. This morning. Okay. Don't put faith in your faith. Don't even put faith in the healing. Okay. Put faith in the healer. Put faith in God. That's what he told us. Put faith in God and then say to the mountain. Okay. You know, but again, notice the first thing he said. Now, what is Jesus Christ's lesson to us today? Pastor. That our faith that is provided and given to us by him has to be focused on him, not just on the things that he has or or will do. Focus on God, our healer alone. Nothing else. No one else. No, not other places or other things, but on God alone. Our faith must be focused on God alone if we expect God, our healer, to heal us. Book of Isaiah chapter 53 verse 5 King James Bible says I can't say it no better than this but he who was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed you know just that simple right there why was Jesus Christ's statement so important so powerful because all scripture must be fulfilled when we look in the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verse 1, the King James Bible, 1 and 2, it says this. Wherefore, seeing we are also, also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight in sin which do it so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that has been set before us, looking unto Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down, this is important, at the right hand of God, uh, hand of the throne of God. Why? It's because he's right there to ensure as an advocate that we're putting our faith in God. And then we're speaking to the mountain, be thou removed, cast into the sea. He want to make sure that we're putting God in remembrance of his word. If it's not God's word that's coming back up to the Father in glory, then guess what? The promise cannot come down. That's why Jesus is right there, man, to ensure that he's the author to finish it. He want to make sure when that prayer comes up, amen, it's God's word being reminded. Guess what? Glory is going to send us the answer what we need. It is there. Okay. He says, is there any doubt that Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith? Can't be any doubt. We see this in the book of Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, the King James Bible. He is the one that gives every true born again believer the faith to be healed. It does not come from doctors, nurses, primary care providers, pastors, or any other clergy, okay, or from ourselves, okay? But when we all have faith in him, healing will be our result and his expected end, okay? Where we can have a hope and a future. That's what he promised us, a hope and a future. You know, that's what he wants, 
That's what he wants for us. A hope and a future. Okay. That expected end. Why put our faith in God? Divine supernatural healing is not man's miracle, nor the doctor's miracle, nor the clergy's miracle. Okay. But it all belongs to God. He wants to get the glory for doing it. He wants want us to depend on him. It's his idea from the beginning of the world. He is still the author and finisher of our faith. He didn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, according to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8 of the King James Bible. It was, it is, and it remains God's healing idea and God's power to heal us of all kinds, mountains of sicknesses and diseases by his method and his method only, by putting faith in God first. Then speak to the problem. Don't talk about the problem. Here are some more supporting scripture references uh, to our healing. Let's ponder them. Let's think on them. Let's pray them. Let's remind God and ourselves of them often and take them just like we take medicine. These scriptures I'm about to give you cannot be studied and not be proved to us that God is all about our healing as our souls are prospering, our health as well will prosper. So these scriptures cannot just be studied and not proved to us. Okay. You can't study them. They will prove to you if you study them. Okay. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou would have prospered and be in health, even as your soul prosper. That's in the book of three John uh, verses one through two. Yeah. Verses uh, chapter, uh, chapter one, verse two, King James Bible. Next script, he says, who hath believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities and the, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. That's in the book of Isaiah, chapter 53, verses 1 and verses 3 through 5. Uh, and when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lieth, lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus saith unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou should have come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant servant shall be healed for I am a man under authority having soldiers under me and I say to this man go and he goeth and to another come and he cometh and to my servant do this and he doeth it when Jesus heard it he marveled and said unto them that follow verily say very I say unto you I have not found so great faith no not in Israel and I say unto you that many shall come from the east and west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. And Jesus said unto the centurion, go thy way. And as thou hast believed and as thou hast believed and trusted in me and put faith in God, so be it done unto thee. And this and his servant was healed in the selfsame hour. And when Jesus was come into Peter's house, he saw his wife, his, his wife's mother laid and sick of a fever. And he touched her hand and her fever left her and she arose and ministered unto them. And when the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils and he cast out the spirits with his word and heal all that were sick 
that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. That's in the eighth chapter of the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 2, verse 11, and verse 13 and 17 of the King James Bible. Who his own self bore our sins on his body on the on his body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live under righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. That's the book of First Peter chapter two, verse twenty-four, the King James Bible. So if God cares so much about our healing, then we should put our faith in God, our healer. How can we really claim to be the body of Christ and not be teaching God's people about the various ways and means God uses to give? and provide to us the healing we seek and desire. I don't see uh, it if we are not bringing God's people into an understanding of the healing power of Jesus Christ. We must teach and present the healing of Jesus Christ in, you know, to his people. Let me close with this statement here. I am recently you know, read a statement, and I agree with it wholeheartedly. It says, we are, after all, his healing hands extended to this world with his healing power. And we have to share it, do no good unless we give it away, is why we're at the School of Healing this morning. So Father, we thank you, we praise you this morning, Lord God, for your word this morning. We thank and praise you for your healing power being released right now through your word for all kinds, mountains of diseases that we would just learn to speak to them and say to them, be thou removed and cast into the sea, God. It 